fan, MMA fanboys and fangirls, welcome to a Friday, May 8th edition of the Fanboy MMA Podcast Daily Show, where the weigh-ins are all wrapped up, they're finished, everyone made weight except for one fighter, which I will be talking about in a few minutes, um, now we are officially one day away from UFC 249 we have fights tomorrow to look forward to both of the title fights are a go Um, hopefully the fighters stay healthy and hydrated so that nothing terrible happens in between the weigh-ins earlier this morning and the fights tomorrow which are a whole day later anything can happen between now and then hopefully everybody stays healthy and safe but as for as for now, UFC 249 is actually fucking happening tomorrow. It has been so long without MMA. Shit just got real, y'all. Let's get on with the news of the day in MMA. So clear, clearly, the biggest topic, the biggest news of the day today and the weekend and this whole past week is UFC 249. Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje made weight. The interim lightweight championship title fight is fucking happening. Forget Tony Ferguson versus Habib Nurmagomedov. That it's not happening. Clearly, we're not going to see that fight. We are going to see Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje tomorrow a hell of a fight folks hell of a fight these dudes are not going to let up they both promise violence they both want violence Justin Gaethje has said this past week that he wants his he wants Tony Ferguson to break his nose Um, Tony Ferguson has welcomed the violence that both he and Justin Gaethje bring it's going to be a beautiful fight I have said this whole week leading up to tomorrow's fights that I'm actually more excited for this Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje fight than I am for Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson just for the sheer fact of violence we know what we're going to we know what we will get in a Habib Nurmagomedov fight he has a plan and he sticks to it and he is very good at what he does Habib Nurmagomedov is the ultimate champion he it's it's beautiful watching him fight but he is not the car crash the big high impact wreck that Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson are. These dudes swing wild. They they swing freely. They throw crazy shit. It's going to be a great fucking fight. I cannot wait for this fight. I can't reiterate enough how excited I am for the violence that Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje are going to bring. It's going to be beautiful violence, y'all. 
beautiful fucking violence. And that's what we need right now. That is exactly what we need in our lives. We need beautiful violence. We're so used to seeing it weekly from the UFC, from other promotions. We're so used to seeing the violence that MMA brings on a weekly basis. I'm yearning. I need it. Feeding for that blood. Feeding for the punch thrown. Feeding for the grappling. We're going to get it tomorrow. And the main event is Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. How fucking exciting is that? Ah. I'm excited. This is going to be fucking awesome. Okay. Before I blow a load. I got to talk about Henry Cejudo and Dominic Cruz. Another great fight. Henry Cejudo. An Olympic gold medalist. A two-division champion. Dominic Cruz. One of the best ever in MMA. Especially if he beats Henry Cejudo tomorrow. If he, if Hen, if Dominic Cruz beats Henry Cejudo tomorrow, and he wins the title for a third time in the UFC, he has, he absolutely has to be in the talking of one of the best MMA fighters ever. Henry Cejudo, that's what he's shooting for. He wants to be the best ever. He's still young in his fight career. Dominic Cruz, this might be his last ride. This is going to be an awesome fight, y'all. I cannot wait to see Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. I can't fucking wait. I'm excited. Y'all should be excited. I know y'all are just as excited as me. Because we love face punching. We love MMA. We get two title fights. Four exciting fighters. In the main event and co-main event. I didn't even talk about... Francis Ngannou versus Rosenstroke. Two beasts, man beasts, fighting to see who might fight for a heavyweight championship in their next fight. Somebody's going to get knocked out in that fight. Calvin Qatar, Jeremy Stevens, banger. Vicente Luque, Nico Price, banger. Uriah Hall, Jacare Souza, banger. This this card is fucking amazing. Amazing. I'm excited for it. I know you guys are excited for it. 
we're all excited for UFC 249. I mean, it's it's been it's just been so long. It has been so long. We have former champions on this card: Fabricio Vernum, Carla Esparza, Anthony Pettis. We have Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. What a beautiful matchup that is. We have Bryce Mitchell, the human twister. We have Michelle Watterson, the karate hottie. What a great card. What a great card. Can't wait. I, I can't re- reiterate how many, how much I'm looking forward to this card. And I know you guys are too. Okay. So Jeremy Stevens was the only fighter to miss weight for the UFC 249 card. The fight against Calvin Qatar will go on and Stevens will give Qatar 30% of his purse. It's a big big amount, but uh, Jeremy Stevens missed a lot of weight, five pounds. This is one of the fights I was most looking forward to on the card, um, and I still am. Totally would have been bummed if this fight didn't go on. So happy that we get to see Qatar and Stevens bang. I'm betting that it will be it will be an awesome fight. Might even win fight of the night. This whole card is amazing, and this fight might win fight of the night. I'm betting that one of these dudes gets knocked out of the night. And that's with Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. Henry Cejudo. Anthony Pettis. Donald Cerrone on the... Francis Ngannou. On the card. These are people known to murk others and finish fights. Jeremy Stevens and Kelvin Guitar might just get fight of the night or get a knockout of the night or perform performance of the night they don't do knockout of the night I guess anymore right performance of the night what a beautiful, beautiful matchup I'm so glad that Jeremy Stevens and Kelvin Qatar is gonna go on can't wait for this fight can't wait for this whole card oh, cannot wait okay Moving on, before I actually do blow a load, gotta step away from UFC 249 for a minute. Okay, submission underground 14. Um, yesterday, it was said that Brent Primus would take on Michael Chiesa, uh, but Michael Chiesa is out. And Jake Shields is in. It's a fun fight. It's a really fun. That's a really fun grappling match. 
really looking forward to that. Submission Underground has really turned in to one of one of those um, one of those combat sports combat sports uh, cards events that I really look forward to. Chell Simmons done a great job with Submission Underground. He's pulling out all the stops to put on cards right now during this time where there's not a whole lot going on. He's doing it from an underground grain silo. I don't know how underground it is, but he's doing it from a grain silo in somewhere in Oregon. He's calling the the whole card on his own. Shell Sonnen is. He tells stories. He has real fighters, fighters, MMA people, fighters that he knows personally texting him during the card. And he says exactly what is being texted to him. It's awesome. Chell Sonnen is a gift to combat sports. He really is. Um, he's one of the best talkers in sports. He's crazy knowledgeable about combat sports. It doesn't even have to be just MMA. It's wrestling. He was a great wrestler. It's jujitsu. It it doesn't matter. He is knowledgeable about combat sports in general. You could probably put him uh, calling a calling a, um, a backyard fight, and he would make it enjoyable for us. Not that backyard fights aren't enjoyable anyway. I mean, it's a fight. It's a real street fight. Those are highly enjoyable to be honest but if you put Chell Sonnen on the mic calling the fight it would be a better watch for you and I because of Chell Sonnen he just has that he has it in him to simplify things to make us understand what we're watching not that we're stupid. Not that we can't understand what we're watching. He just has a way of speaking and letting his knowledge take precedent over what is going on. He's Chell Sonnen, I can't say it enough. Chell Sonnen is a gift to MMA. Look. I'm not going to jerk him off any longer. I like Chell Sonnen. I always have liked Chell Sonnen. Um, That's what it is. I met him once. He's a very cool guy. In person. He's the same dude that you see on TV, that you hear on podcasts. He's that same same guy. In, In person. All right, so um, Titan FC 60 is set for May 29th from an undisclosed location with no fans in attendance in Florida. The main event will be a combat grappling bout between former fighter, former UFC fighter, J.C. 
double conte and um Roush Manfio. I probably butchered that name, but it's okay. Um there are uh, five other fights on the card so far and this event can be seen on UFC Fight Pass. So it's nice to see that other MMA organizations are moving along. Um, Titan FC is based out of Florida, so it might be easier for them to get the okay to hold an event. Um, seeing that the UFC, seeing that WWE is going ahead with their uh, with their events in Florida. So I mean, it's nice. We're gonna we're gonna see something on UFC Fight Pass on May 29th. Combat Sports. Maybe we'll see more going forward. Okay, so yesterday I talked about Chet Congo calling um, Bellator heavyweight champion Ryan Bader a coward and fake. Well, the champion responded with something Congo probably didn't want to hear. Bader said that his next fight will most likely be a light heavyweight title defense. Then, a rematch with Chad Congo. So, last year, last September, they fought, right? Bader was on top of him in ground and pound position and accidentally poked um, Chad Congo in the eye. Congo, uh, the fight was called a no contest. Bader kept his belt. Um, so then, Bader was supposed to defend the light heavyweight title against Vadim Nemkov at Bellator 242, which was going to take place this May 9th, just uh, which is actually tomorrow in San Jose, California. Um, Bellator intends to return in summer and Bader wants to fight but doesn't know if Nemkov can be his opponent due to travel restrictions and quarantine. Once he, if he's even able to leave Russia where, uh, where he's from, Nemkov is from Russia, if he's able to even leave Russia, can't Will he even be able to get here and then quarantine for two weeks? So, Chet Congo might have to wait a bit because Ryan Bader wants to defend his light heavyweight title before defending his heavyweight championship again. That, so, that's really that's the problem with um, being a two division champion simultaneously. Um, you have to defend one belt and then defend the other belt and then defend one belt and defend the other belt. You have to kind of flip-flop. Uh, Bader's last fight was a heavyweight title fight. Um, defense. He wants to hold on to that light heavyweight title. So he has to defend it. Sucks for, sucks for the people, the other fighters involved. Um, that want that deserve title fights, but that's how that's how it is when when you, you have a two division champion. We we see 
we've seen it recently with Amanda Nunes in the UFC, Henry Cejudo, um, Conor McGregor, who never defended his belts. You know, I mean, that's just what happens. Okay, so speaking of Bellator, Viacom said that they have arranged for space at CBS Studios in Studio City, which is down south and down south, Southern California. I'm north. I'm in Northern California, so I say down south. Um, Studio City is by LA. To hold, they're going to hold Bellator and boxing events. Um, so even though Bellator canceled the events with a quickness due to the rapidly moving COVID-19 uh, pandemic, it sounds like the promotion might put on fight sooner rather than later. Um, it seems Viacom, the media company, wants to put out content and fighting is some of that content that they put out. Um, I'm ready for more fights, whether it be in an empty arena or even in an empty studio. I'm okay with either of them. These are unprecedented times, folks. The way we see live sports go down will drastically change, and it has. So for now, I'll happily take any fights, any way we can get them. I don't care if they're in an empty arena like what the UFC is doing this weekend, or a studio with a cage. It is what it is, as Max Holloway says. Okay, so UFC president Dana White told Brazilian MMA outlet Combate that John Jones will not face disciplinary action for his March 26th arrest. Jones was arrested on four counts, including aggravated DWI, possession of an open container, negligent use of a firearm. Remember, he that's what originally got the cops called on him was he shot off he shot off a, a, a few rounds and no proof of insurance. Jones will not go to jail but has to do 96 hours of community custody and 90 days of outpatient therapy. Jones will also be on one year of supervised probation. This isn't the first time. This is not John Jones' first rodeo with getting in trouble. He has a history of arrests and competition tests coming back positive. He's been stripped of his title three fucking times, John Jones. Three fucking times he's been stripped of his title. This would be his fourth if the UFC decided, you know what, fuck it. We're going to strip this dude. This would be his fourth time being stripped of a title, folks. Four times if he was to be stripped this time. He's already been stripped three, three times. That's crazy. That is wild. For one of the best, the most gifted fighters in MMA history to have all of this crazy shit happen. It's just, it's crazy, man. Like, you have to think, you have to wonder how fighters, like, pure MMA fighters who have really never had 
anything bad said about them or done anything really bad like George St. Pierre what they truly think about John John Jones he's a gifted athlete one of the best fighters ever but he keeps doing stupid ass shit it's mind boggling it's truly mind boggling like I I'm a big John Jones fan. I love watching this dude fight. I've gone to see him fight three times. Yes, three times in Las Vegas. It's just crazy. It is crazy. So Dana White said that he expects John Jones to fight at some point this year. Yeah. At some point this year. Okay. We'll see about that. We will see about that. I mean, I expect it. I want him to fight again. I want him to fight Dominic Reyes again. I think that was a really close fight with Dominic Reyes. I think that they have unfinished business. I want to see John Jones tested. I want to see John Jones tested against Dom- Dominic Reyes again. But can John Jones get his shit straight? Can John Jones act right? Can John John Jones be a champion of the sport of the MMA without getting in so much fucking trouble all the time? Without a negativity hanging over him that black that black cloud always raining against him John Jones isn't going to change he's not going to change he would have matured by now he's doing he does things you know that are great for his community like supporting the food bank yesterday I, I talked about him supporting the food bank and giving out like 100,000 meals like that's great right but then he goes and does some crazy shit and gets arrested it's just wild it's wild John John Jones is wild man like this like the whole uh, his whole career in MMA is wild. He's so fucking good. He's so gifted. It's crazy. Okay. So, according to Kevin Ioli of Yahoo Sports, the UFC 249 referees will be Herb Dean, Dan Margliata, Jason Herzog, Keith Peterson, and a local unnamed referee. That's some of the some of the best referees in the game. You're only really missing Mike Beltran and John McCarthy, but he's retired. Big Dan just better stay his lane and not pick a side in one of the fights that he's refereeing. Herb Dean, man. That dude lets uh, lets things go sometimes. 
but these are some of the best referees in in combat sports. I don't think anything bad will happen with these referees. We'll see, though. Okay, so that is a wrap on today's Fanboy MMA Podcast Daily Show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I also ho- hope y'all are staying safe and healthy. Hang in there, fanboys and fangirls. We're just one sleep away from live UFC 249 face punching. Ah, ah. Until next time, I'm gonna go blow a load. Peace.